Blog Talk Radio. Everybody and welcome to Trundle Bed Tales. I want to first apologize to anybody who tried to listen to this a half hour ago when we were supposed to go on the air. I had a major problem with my mic and um, nobody could hear anything. So I kept hanging up on poor Amy because she'd answer and there wouldn't be anybody there because she couldn't hear me and I couldn't hear her. So it was just a mess. So we had to put it off a half hour, but now I think we got everything straightened out and we are good to go. So uh, before we get going here, I just want uh, to remind everybody, this is the episode 57. It's the 40th anniversary of the Little House in the Prairie cast reunion. And if you want to call in, you can sure do that at 714-242-5253. That's 714-242-5253. Or toll-free, 1-877-633-9389. That's 1-877-633-9389. And you can also log into the chat room, which is open, and we have a couple of guests. And you can ask questions there or discuss among yourselves or whatever you want. And I think with that, it is time to get on with the show. So welcome to whoops, welcome to the program, Amy. Hello, how are you? Very glad to hear your voice after the last half hour. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, thank you for being a good sport. It's definitely the Laura thing to do. Oh, not a problem at all. (laughs) Okay, so why don't we just start out with um, you telling us a little bit about yourself. I am the director here at the Loring Oswaldo Museum. I have been here at the museum now for 15 years, which doesn't seem possible. I grew up here in Walnut Grove, went away to college, came back, got married, settled down. Um, and, yeah, I, I am here having fun and having a blast this year, getting ready for this big anniversary and reunion group and something new, something different for us. So um, bear with us as we go through the weekend. And um, remember, we, we all want everyone to have fun and, and have a great time meeting the stars. And um, But, yeah, it, it's going to be a fun time, I think. So when you, I'm going to, for those of you who are regular listeners, I'm going to kind of um, ask questions, I think, people who maybe haven't listened to the show before, maybe your TV fans and just stumbled over it might have asked. So uh, the next couple questions, bear with us if you're regular listeners. So Amy, when you say Walnut Grove, are you talking about where they filmed the TV show? No, I am talking about the real Walnut Grove, Walnut Grove, Minnesota. We are located in southwest Minnesota, about 150 miles southwest of the Twin Cities, um, about 120 miles um, northeast of Sioux Falls. Um, We are a very small farming community. Our population right now is just a little over 800. 
Um, actually, I looked it up and I wrote it down, and now I don't even see where I put it. So, um, but yeah, it's just a small town. It's always been around that number my whole life, and uh, yeah. But no, no filming was done here. Unfortunately, Michael Landon never visited the real Walnut Grove of Minnesota. This is where the real Laura lived for about four years of her life. So. Did they really blow up the town like they did in the last episode? <laughs> no, they did not. And we do get that question asked quite often, uh, especially when the um, final episode is played on TV. It's almost a given that we'll get at least one or two phone calls that day, that afternoon, that next morning of, you know, well, where's this number going to if there's no town there? Or, well, you're just in the middle of nowhere then sitting because there's no town left, right? Or they rebuilt it or, you know, all those kind of theory questions and stuff. But no, nothing was ever blown up in Walnut Grove that I've experienced in my many years here. <laughs> but um, you did have a fire, right? So that's why you don't have quite as many of a downtown-type buildings that people are used to in the Midwest. Right. There was a fire on Main Street uh, back in 1903. And um, we did lose several of the main wooden structures at that time. That's why if you do visit Walnut Grove, you'll notice there are several brick buildings or stone buildings now. Um, they were a little smarter when they rebuilt and a little more financially stable by that time, too, as a community that they were able to rebuild with that. Um, so you'll, and, you'll, see, you'll, and you'll see mostly the brick up there. And having faced down fire once, you tend to go for more fireproof materials the next Yes, you time. do. And then that's when the community decided, decided that maybe a fire department would be a, a wise choice. Um, and volunteers were formed at that time and got together. And, but, yeah, yeah. yeah no no yeah, blow-up, no, no kaboom. Yeah, having a fire department is a good idea. Okay. It is. Um, it is. Does the museum have a connection with any of the actors from the show? We've had several of the actors visit in the past, um, starting back within 74, uh, um, 75 when Karen uh, Grassley first visited um, from the TV series. And now the last, oh, about 10 years or so, we've had about um, an actor every other year that could come and visit us and stuff. And then we do have some uh, mementos and souvenirs from the show and from the actors that have been here in the past. Um, we have the bag that Kevin Hagen used on his um, tour show. He would uh, do presentations and tours um, talking about his life as an actor. And um, he had a musical ensemble that he would do. And uh, he had a bag and uniform suit um, outfit that he would use just as Zach Baker. We have those items here. Um, we have a few props from the TV show, smaller props, uh, things like that. And then one of our best uh, props that we have is the mantle from the original Ingalls house from the TV set from California. Um, the original mantle that hung in the Ingalls home that said CI plus CI, um, that one that you see on the show almost every episode, um, we do have here at the museum now for everyone to enjoy. I always think that's so interesting to watch because that fireplace I don't think drew properly because you can watch it get smokier and smokier and more smoke-stained <laughs> as the episodes go on. <laughs> but that is, it really is a cool thing to have. And uh, and Kevin uh, and Kevin Bag, that was his grandfather's, I think, really. He, he was a, a prairie doctor, which I always thought was such yeah. a cool connection. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, very yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, 
moving on to talk about the reunion, which is going to be, and I guess I didn't actually have you ask you when the dates were yet, so this might be a good time of that. When are the dates of, of the event that's going down? Our Little House TV cast reunion is July 25th, 26th, and the morning of Sunday the 27th of this month, um, coming just around the corner here already. Um, it'll be all day Friday and Saturday, and like I said, just Sunday morning. We'll have a photo opportunity on Sunday morning um, with the stars. So, yeah. Okay, so who is coming from the show? We have Allison Arnsdom that played Nellie. We have Lucy Lee Flippin, who played Eliza Jane Wilder. We have Dan McBride, who played Henry Riley. He was the gentleman that was always in Nellie's Cafe and seemed to always get the really bad food, whether it be from Mrs. Olson or from Nellie. And always there was an issue where they had to raise voices and sometimes food was flying or being hit with people. Um, but that was Henry Riley. We have Rodimus Para, who played John Sanderson Edwards. He was the adopted son of Mr. Edwards. And he yeah, also played. Oh, I just wanted to, to mention one thing. One thing about him before uh, uh, Dean Butler that he uh, that guy who played John Sanderson Edwards also played the young Kwai uh, Chang Kane on Kung Fu, which is yeah. And I just I'm I'm excited about meeting him because of that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So we, it's so fun as we're going through all these actors and things and finding out more about their history. All these little shows, um, Lucy Lee Flippin appeared on the television show Flow that was a spin-off of the TV show Alice. Um, mm-hmm. Just little things I like that. And then Dan McBride also appeared in an episode of Flow. So yeah, it's, it's just fun to get the little tidbits and it's like, oh, well, I watched that show, and now you got to go watch yeah. it again to see where you missed them at. <laughs> it was actually a pretty good one. I remember the episode where they were arguing about the property line. I still think about that when I'm having to talk about property lines with people. But okay, we were we were up to I think Charlotte Stewart. Um, yep, we have uh, Charlotte Stewart, Miss Beetle. Um, she has been here before as well, and she will be here. We have Dean Butler, played Almanza Wilder. We have Sydney and Lindsay Greenbush, who played. The twins, they were actual twins that played the single part of Carrie Ingalls. And we have Hersha Parody, who played Alice Garvey, neighbor to the Ingalls. And we have Wendy and Brenda Turnbaugh that played, they were twins that played the single part of Grace Ingalls. So we have 11 actors and actresses coming. And I think that's the biggest cast reunion that they, it's definitely the biggest one this year. Is it the biggest one ever? Were you able to establish that? Which wasn't one no, of the questions. No, I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it might be 11 is a pretty big number. It, it's um, a lot of people. <laughs> so any, are any of these people making their first trek to Walnut Grove? Yes, it will be a first-time visit for Lucy Lee Flippin, Dan McBride, Rodimus Para, Wendy and Brenda Turnbaugh, and Hersha Parity. We have five returns and six new ones. We're really excited about that. Um, and I know some of the actors that have been here before, I know Alice and Dean have talked to some of the new crew and said, oh, yeah, we've, you know, we're, we're pros at Walnut Grove. We'll tell you what's going on and, and where things are at. And um, getting them to understand what a small community we are. Um, you often hear people talk about small communities. They're talking you know, $20,000, 30000 
or 20, 30,000 population, you know, we're again at 800 and some. So, so yeah, getting them to understand, no, there's no Walmart next door, <laughs> you know, things like that, hotels, yeah. lodging. Um, you have to travel a little bit to get to a lot of those amenities. It, it is a different experience, and um, people do, especially from the real urban areas, a lot of times have trouble understanding that. I, I remember I got into a discussion on a listserv once with someone who was talking about they were shocked how small Mansfield was, which, as Mansfield is kind of one of the bigger home site towns, I'd say, I was really kind of shocked yeah. at that. And then she told me her reference was London, and I was like, yeah, I think any of the home site towns are going to be smaller than London. Um, Just a little bit. <laughs> but it, it's it's a real nice town. I, I always love when I get to visit Walnut Grove and, and go out of my way if I'm anywhere close to stop by. So I think uh, people will really enjoy it. Well, okay, I, well, I feel that we're a nice friendly community and it's quiet, a little laid back, um, a nice place to visit, definitely. So Melissa Gilbert isn't included in that list. Has she ever been to Walnut Grove? She has. She was actually invited to this event as well, but was unable to attend. She is in a play at this time back in Michigan. Uh, she was in Walnut Grove a few years ago when she was in the play, the musical, uh, Little House of Prairie Musical, up in the Twin Cities. Uh, she surprised us one day and just kind of showed up on our doorstep and um, took a tour through the museum and the dugout site and uh, great great fun opportunity. She brought some of the cast with her from the musical and she got to meet a lot of them um, that we had seen just months before on stage. Um, now we get to meet them personally. So that was a lot of fun. And, and she really was excited to be in the Walnut Grove that she had herself talked about for so many years. Well, I, was, I would think that would be a bit surreal. I mean, it's something that she, I'm glad she she got a chance to stop by because I, mean, I think if you pretended to live in a place for that one, you should at least, you know, pop in. So let's go over the schedule. Uh, okay. We're, we're starting on, well, Thursday is my driving day, and I'm assuming it's going to be everybody else's driving day, too. So what's going on starting Friday the 25th? Uh, Friday we have three different sets of autograph sessions. Um, 10.30 to 12, 1.30 to 2.45, and 4 to 5.15. Um, those autograph sessions, there will be three different locations each of those times. Um, we've got groups of stars. So instead of going to one great big long line to get all 11 autographs, they're going to be broken up into smaller groups to kind of keep those lines moving maybe a little bit faster, um, giving people just little different locations to go through and experience. Um, one location will be here on the museum grounds. You will have to pay admission to get onto the grounds to get those autographs. And then we have um, the autographs in the city park at the Family Festival. And then we also have autographing up on Main Street on the corner of uh, 6th Street in Main. There will be a big tent up there on the corner, and they'll be autographing under the big tent. So, yeah. And then we I have on stage. Whoops, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think that's probably a good idea because with so many people, I think it's probably better to spread them out. So are, are they going to be rotating? We wanted certain autographs, and um, it just kind of breaks it up a little bit that way, we thought. Are you going to be rotating through who's at each place, or are they always going to be at that place, the same people They're at the park? They're always going to be at that one place. 
So okay. if you want to get Allison, you have to go to the city park. That's where she's going to be the two days um, for an autograph. Yep, we're going to keep them at those same locations. You always know. And they'll be listed. We have nice handouts that are available for the whole weekend. It'll list who's where and the times and schedules and things like that. So you don't have to keep trying to go online and find that schedule or find a map or anything. You'll have that handy right in your hand, and they'll be available all throughout town, the maps and the guides. Um, definitely make sure you grab one of those. Great. Okay, so then everybody should be getting supper someplace. I personally like the pageant suppers, but I think you can probably stop at one of the restaurants too. It's Nellie's in the Walnut Grove Bar and Grill and also the concession stand at the pageant grounds. Uh, and then we get up to 7 o'clock. So what happens then? 7 o'clock. Everyone hopefully is in their seats and ready to roll. Uh, the cast will all come out together and be introduced and talk a little bit about themselves, what they've been doing um, with their careers and different things like that. And then we'll, do, we'll pull Q&A right from the crowd, asking the crowd what questions they have. Um, they'll be able to come up to a mic, ask their question. Um, we'll kind of you know, buzz it around so that all the stars get a chance to ask and answer a few questions and um, kind of play off them for a while. It'll be about an hour and a half presentation from 7 to about 8.30. And then the pageant, we'll have a little break, and then the pageant itself will begin at 9 o'clock. Well, and I always tell people that, you know, your pageant is the most Hollywood. The special effects, the sets coming out and rotating 180 degrees, the prairie fire that goes across the stage, building the church every night. I, it, I just always love it to death. So I, I'm looking forward to this slide. Okay. It is awesome. It's so much fun. And I always tell people it's like watching dollhouse. You know, if you have your dollhouse at home where you could open the door or the whole wall would move. That's what our sets are like, too. So as we always say, make sure you're watching between the scenes. Not just the scenes, but between the scenes as well. There's a lot of action going on on that stage that you just want to see, too. Oh, and I, my favorite part of the last time I saw it was that you'd recreated the dresses from the famous Three Sisters. Uh, picture. I hope they're getting used yes, again this year. That was that was that blew me away. I was uh, well to quote the guy in The Incredibles. I was geeking out all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't been out watching too much this year, so I'm not sure if they use those costumes again. Um, you know, it depends on of course their cast and size of the girls and stuff. But hopefully they do because yeah, they're just a couple years old now, so. That would be nice. They were beautiful dresses. Um, they have some awesome yeah. costumes out there. Um, make sure you watch Mrs. Olson. Uh, she's always fun to catch, too. Okay. Well, let's move on to Saturday. It's now Saturday, July 26th, and we're starting out, it looks like, with more autograph sessions. Yep. Same time. Like I said, same location. The 10.30 to 12, 1.30 to 2.45, and 4 to 15, 5.15. And then um, on Saturday on stage at 1.30 to 2.30, we will be having Victor French Jr. and his sister Tracy, children of Victor French, who played Mr. Edwards in the TV show. They will be on stage talking about their father's career as well as Victor French Jr., who looks like his father. He was his yeah, dad. Yeah, his picture. It's scary. I mean, he really does. He looks just like him. Yes, he does. So, yeah, so he's going to talk about um, all his time on the set. Because any time his dad was working, basically he was there, too, as his stunt double. Uh, 
so that's kind of fun behind the scenes um, little teaser and stuff that we'll get on uh, Saturday. So I'm anxious hopefully to catch some of that as well too and, and greet and meet with them a little bit. So yeah, something a little different. On Friday, I don't know if I mentioned it, um, we'll have both Carrie's and Grace's on stage in the park from 1.30 to 2.30 uh, talking about their careers and time um, as the Ingalls girls get a little bit from the younger generation from the show. And then on well, Saturday again, we have the presentation at 7, pageant at 9. Um, and there still are general admission seats available for both nights. Uh, they upped the amount. They were cutting it off at 2,000 people for each night. They've upped it and added more, um, more tickets. So now we're up to 2,400 uh, people, so 1,400 general admission. I think there's about 700 general admission seats, give or take a few, um, still available now for Saturday night and a little more than that for Friday night. Well, I, I'm glad it was so popular that they had to add more. I've got my reserved seats, though, so I always like Let's to have go. the chairs. It's a nice day. I think I called the day after they went on sale, but I mean, I'm yep. glad to know that there's still, still things available for people who didn't. Okay, well, let's go through a couple of um, just sort of taking care of yourself when you're traveling type questions. Um, sure. So I think we kind of covered where the food is going to be because we mentioned the restaurants and the community suppers, which is in the community center, which is right down the street from the museum. Uh, then uh, we I've gotten uh, questions on... Do people need to bring a lot of cash with them? Or will most places, the restaurants, the pageant, the souvenir shops, museum, the autograph sessions, they have to buy pictures, will those places be taking credit cards or debit cards? Or do people need to have cash on them? Um, it's kind of both ways. Uh, Nellie's Cafe takes only cash. Um, the autograph sessions, um, the plan is to have credit card availability. And um, we'll be working on that in the next week here. And um, museum takes credit card, pageant is cash, and um, park vendors, a lot of those in the park are cash only too. There are two ATMs in Walnut Grove, one at the Walnut Grove Bar and Grill, and the other one at Hoyt Oil and Convenience, the Sinclair gas station. Um, you know, and they're both, open, you know, the gas station's open until 10, the bar and grill's open until midnight, so... There's plenty of hours, you know, to get in early or late to get some more cash if needed, and you know, a little bit of a problem sometimes, um, having to have a little extra cash on hand. And a lot of these, especially the vendors in the park, are just small family vendors um, selling their wares and and different things or demonstrations and things. So, so yeah, having a little extra cash on hand sure wouldn't hurt. Okay, so take as much as as you think you'll need, and probably a couple. Uh, a couple twenties extra, just to make sure you got plenty. Okay. Um, but uh, again, for the urbanites, uh, there aren't parking meters or anything like that, or toll roads around, so you shouldn't need too much in the way of change. Uh, when we That's say cash, we mean folding money mostly. Okay. Um, where are the public bathrooms in town? Public bathrooms. There are bathrooms in the city park, and there are restrooms also at the Walnut Grove Community Center. And there will also be a few extra porta potties around town as well. And then there is ample bathrooms as well at the pageant site. And they are going to be having a couple, one or two porta potties as they're out there as well too, just to kind of help accommodate with the extra people in town. So it shouldn't be a problem. The autograph sessions either have bathrooms right by them, 
or like the one that's up on Main Street is just a third of a block from the community center where there's the, the large restrooms there. So what's nice too in a small town is everything's pretty much within walking distance when you're in town. Uh, three block area will get you to the family festival, autograph sessions, and the museum. And eating as well too. Yeah, and, and I recommend just any time you're going to one of the home site towns, it's good to park your car for a while and just walk it. It kind of gives you more of a feel for the town and the layout and the size. So I think I advise, you know, dumping the car near to where you will be buying the most stuff. <laughs> so you don't have to figure <laughs> it out. Uh, and then walking for the rest of it. So... Um, is it too late to come if I haven't made any plans or reservations yet, or is it still uh, possible to come even if I haven't done anything? It's not too late yet. Um, like I said, there's still tickets available for the pageants, general admission. Um, I highly recommend, they often say, you know, chairs or blankets to sit on. I highly recommend this year bringing a lawn chair to sit on. With so many people out there, I think you're going to want the elevation of a chair versus sitting on a blanket. You might be blocked by those around you. Um, lodging is getting a little more difficult. Uh, we do know that Worthington, Minnesota, which is an hour south of us, has lodging available. And then anything else after an hour out, New Ulm, things like that, does have some availability. Otherwise, anything closer is pretty booked up in the area. Um, we called around a few hotels a couple days ago, and they're full. Um, unless there's a last-minute cancellation or something, of course. But campgrounds here, too, are pretty full. Um, if you don't mind driving an hour out or so, you won't have a problem. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of the camping places being full. So I, there's going to be a lot of people in town. There's so. going to be a lot of people in town. <laughs> yes, there is. There's going to be more traffic jams than normal. So has there been a strong response to ticket sales? I guess if you released more, there has. But, but have you guys been pretty pleased with the numbers so far? We've been very pleased. Um, these are the kind of numbers that we were hoping for. Um, you know, this is an expense for us, um, hiring the stars and, and things like that. And um, we're very pleased with where we're at right now at this time. And, and now we're just counting on beautiful Minnesota weather to hold through that whole weekend and, make everything be able to happen and occur and um, let everyone be able to enjoy it and hopefully not melt too much because um, you never know what our July can be like. So, um, yeah, no, we've been, we've been very pleased with everything and the response from people and the excitement of people being able to come and, and see this many stars in one spot, one location, one year. It's going to be a great time. Well, I, I think it will, too. I think it should be fun. So uh, you've introduced some new items uh, in the gift shop to go with the 40th anniversary, not just of the television show. This is also the 40th anniversary of the museum, right? Yes, it is. Um, we also started in 74 as a board, and uh, we have new coffee mugs, a stainless steel coffee mug for the museum anniversary. Uh, for the reunion, we have a, a ceramic coffee mug. We have new... Um, uh, water tumblers or can be for cold coffee, the cup with a straw in the middle. We've got a reunion one and a regular museum one this year. And, of course, the reunion T-shirt. How could I forget that? Um, the color we chose for our reunion is orange. So you'll see a lot of uh, merchandise and stuff that we have that is orange or has orange on it. Um, we just thought that was a nice, bright, beautiful color for the summer. And 
We're hoping to see a sea of orange and lonely girls that weekend with everyone with their shirts on and and gearing up for the big days. And uh, we have a beautiful ornament that we also created um, based on the TV show for the reunion. So a lot of different different price range items. We have a new magnet coming in that'll be for the reunion. Um, so yeah, check those out. We have a new fan. You know the little wood stick fan with the uh, paper on the top type thing to fan yourself. Uh, we've got those coming in, so a little bit of everything, kind of for everybody. Um, I'm sorry, I just saw that somebody had called in and was on hold, but uh, so yeah, let's just quickly see who they are. Hello, welcome to the show. Did you have a question? Hello? I guess they don't. Okay. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the show. Here we are. Hello. Is this Paul? It's Paul Valenti calling. Yes. Uh, How are you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't see that you were on sooner, but uh, uh, thank you for calling in. Paul is uh, does a lot of the representing of uh, the various actors and and helped get them to come for the reunion. So uh, we're always glad glad to hear from you. Um, so, have you been listening? Did we miss anything vital that we need to mention? Well, I, I've I've learned quite a bit actually listening tonight from Amy. She's she's <laughs> really she's really pulling a lot of stuff together. I mean, we've had a lot of phone conversations and consultations and stuff, but man, there she and uh, Nicole are really uh, burning the midnight oil, putting everything together over there. So, it's it's quite a project. And then, you know, obviously, if I was in town, I'd be able to help them, but I'm over here in Ohio, so there's only so much I can do. But you guys are doing a great job over there. Yeah, it it really seems like it, Amy. So, so yeah. Um, and we were I I we're on record now, but I think that's all right because uh, we just have a couple questions left. Is this um, do you, as it is the 40th anniversary of the museum? Do you have any special events planned for the rest of the year? Um, the reunion is probably the topper of everything. We kind of had a get-together um, museum anniversary in May when we did our Walk of Lights celebration. Um, families donated um, funds to purchase lights, little street lights that we have out front of the museum now. And we kind of celebrated that evening with the lighting of the lights as well as kind of celebrating our anniversary at that time. Well, I was sorry I couldn't get up there for it. It looked like it was really nice, and the pictures of the lights that I've seen were very nice. So I'm looking forward to seeing those. And uh, yeah. how about and uh, how about do you have a follow up for next year? Is there going to be a, a big event next year too? Well, as of right now, I think we're kind of <laughs> holding back a little bit. We got to you know get through this one first, as they say. Um, but yeah, we've got some Good. new names and, and new stars and some things that are interested in coming that couldn't work it out this year, and um, hopefully we can look at them and have some new blood again another year. Amy's going to have to sleep for the next year to catch up, so. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right, and one last logistics question. As I said, I think a lot of us are going to be driving in on Thursday. If we want to hit the gift shop first thing and get that part done, how late are you going to be open on that Thursday? Is it any special hours? Thursday we're just open until 6 o'clock, just our normal museum hours. And then Friday and Saturday we'll be both open uh, from 9 until 8 p.m. 
both days. And then Sunday okay. will be 9 until 6. Did they start their band yet? So if I want to get there, i got to drive fast. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, did you have anything else that, that you wanted to share? I think we got a lot of good information out there. I hope people who are listening and are planning on coming have gotten a lot of tips for the event. I think it's uh, I, I think we got a lot of good information. Did, was there something that we missed that you wanted to share, Amy? Um, just you know, if they can't make it, unfortunately, a lot of the items you know are for sale on the website. Um, and I know we're working, uh, hopefully, towards a, a either some video clips or a possible DVD um, about the reunion uh, to be either sold later or presented later at some time. Um, so just kind of keep your eye out for that and. Uh, just keep in touch on our website and with us as well. Okay, great. And uh, Paul, did you have anything you wanted to, to share that we didn't get in yet? I guess the main thing I would share, I think we talked this last time, is that whoever's listening and whoever's planning to come this week that weekend is to be respectful of all the other people that are coming as well. We don't want any mob scenes. It's going to be a lot of people to get through, and uh, you know, there's thousands of fans. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a, I think that's a, a good thing. I mean, they've uh, sometimes even Laura fans can get a little bit rough, so I think it's a, a good thing to keep in mind. And and also just just as a tip, because I know this really bothers the performers. Uh, if you are coming into the pageant and the question and and answer session has already started and you're not in your seat yet, when you come in, there is a sidewalk that goes right down in front of the stage that's basically for um, handicap accessibility. And sometimes people will just walk on that sidewalk to get to the other side, completely blocking the people that are talking. And that really bugs yeah. you if you're up on the stage. So if you come in late, walk up around where people are seated. There's there's a path to go that way too, and, and you'll be a lot more respectful and less irritating other people. So just a hint. And thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you, uh, Paul, for calling in. I appreciate it. And thank you, Amy, for putting up with the fact that we had technical difficulty after technical difficulty getting started. I think, though, we ended up with a real good product. And um, the link did change a little bit, so make sure you share the right one if you share this one. But I think we are uh, got a, a lot of good information, and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody in a couple weeks. So thank you very much. And uh, we're going to put you both back in the green room. And here we go. I'll catch all the rest of you next time. Uh, the next episode will be Wednesday the 16th, and it will be in the afternoon at, uh, let me pull up the times exactly, at, barring another colossal failure of technology, it will be at 4.30 Eastern Time, 3.30 Central Time, 2.30 Mountain Time, and 1.30 Pacific Time. And we're going to be talking with a representative from the Laura Ingalls Wilder Month that they have at Old World Wisconsin. So hopefully I will see you all then. And, and until that time, this is Trendlebed Tales wishing you to brighten the corner where you are.